Konnichiwa! Watashi no name a Bendes. Bendien podcast o i yokoso. Hello, everybody. So, Ben here for another rousing and exciting edition of my Bendian podcast. Um, <clears throat> I have a lot to talk about this week. Um, there's a lot of stuff that happened and a lot of experiences I had, positive and, and negative, that uh, I wanna I want to talk about. Um, exciting stuff I want to talk about. Wano Park, oh, it's wonderful, beautiful area, and going to the uh, Tokyo National Museum, seeing all of that, uh, just amazing, amazing stuff. And then um, I, I want to start, though, with the uh, incident that happened um, on the train. I just want to talk about it and then talk about the the more the lighter things the the more interesting things the well I mean it's not a great way to put it but yeah um, there's no easy way or good way to talk about this it's been weighing on me really heavily since it happened for those of you who don't know I was on the train headed home um, from where Ali is in Uriasu. And going back to where I live in Funabashi, and during, uh, I, I have to ride three trains. So I take one, then I transfer, and then I transfer, and then I'm home. <clears throat> it happened on, on the first or first leg of the trip. So the, the train I go on, I have it for two stops. So I get off at the second stop. Um, and what happened... And again, I, I guess I, I really should preface this with I hope that this was a very isolated incident that I was just sadly around for. Um, I had heard about this happening and it's dramatized in, you know, manga, anime, television um, fairly, fairly often. And this is somewhat to an exaggerated extent. Uh, but I never thought I'd be face to face with it in the way that I was. So we had already we we left the station and we had made our first stop. And so the the train is about uh, maybe eight nine minutes. All things, excuse me, all things considered. And I was on the train. I was. Cramped, crammed, packed. I mean, I, I guarantee most of you have seen the videos of the the train packers <laughs> that they have here in Japan, where it's it's just the platform operators for the trains, and they are legitimately packing the trains full. It's everybody knows what the deal is. Um, so it's me getting acclimated to that kind of close quarters, squashed kind of atmosphere in. Then when you need to get off, how you just bust a line through? Um, it was taking. It, I'm still getting. I'm still getting used to it. I'm still getting used to it. Um, anyway, so so it was a it was a packed train. It was 
it was cramped. And so I was in between the two doors uh, of the train. I was pretty in my train car. I was right about in the center. And again, I was between the two doors and I was just standing cramped against a bunch of people in front of me was a gentleman. This gentleman was kind of the stereotypical person you might think of. He was big and fat and not attractive and sweaty. I I see thousands of people every single day. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't I just, I didn't think anything of it. So this guy's in front of me, and we stop at the first stop, and we move on to the second stop, and I get off. So it's uh, Shinryasu Station, and then I take that for train for two stops, um, and then I get off at Nishifunabashi Station. So then the event happened. So... I kind of, I feel uncomfortable. I just, I don't know how to explain it. I just get an uncomfortable feeling like something, something is not quite right that's going on around me. And I look straight ahead because again, he's right in front of me, inches away from me. And I notice he has like this, that there's this blue like jacket. That he has. And whenever I go into a train, especially if it's packed, I always have my phone out right in front of my face. My hands are up. I just, I don't, one, I want to be interested because sometimes on the train for 30, 40 minutes. So I, I want to have something to do. But also just, I, I'm already feeling very singled out. I stand out. People stare and talk and point and laugh and take pictures and all this other stuff of me. So I just want to make sure I stand out as little as possible. And I want to avoid the possibility of anything happening. It's just me being paranoid. But I purposely always make sure to have my hands very, very visible so that way I don't know. I, again, I, I'm, I'm probably just being paranoid and anxious, but I, I just do that out of courtesy and then also just to kind of be like, hey, my hands are by my face with my phone. I'm not doing anything bad. And, yeah. So I notice that this guy in front of me, he's got his jacket, and he's he's taller. He's taller than I am. He's probably like 6'2", 6'3". Um, and the, the girl was probably... Five, 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 six. So she was shorter than me. And he had his, I couldn't see his hands. They were hidden under his jacket. I'm like, that's kind of weird. And then I noticed that he was facing, he was facing this, this girl, which everybody's crammed on the train, whatever. But then I start noticing this defensive body language coming from her. Where like she keeps trying to pull out her phone and she keeps trying to break this. What to me is not necessarily an appropriate contact. From what I was seeing is or a bunch of people crammed on the train and whatever you're carrying you just hold close to your chest. That's what I thought at first. 
but then I start again, I start seeing her defensive, her defensive language. And I, I guess she couldn't turn around. But once I realized exactly what was happening, I just gave him the glare of death. I don't, I, I, I was so angry. And at the same time, I felt, again, part, part of the reason I was angry is because I, I'm here as a foreigner. And in the back of my head, I just kept thinking about how, like, if I, if I do anything, I'm going to get arrested and deported and all this stuff. But at the same time, I had to do something. So I make eye contact with this guy, and he sees me just glaring at him. And so he tries to avert his eyes. And I notice he, he kind of moves his hands away. He, the jacket moves, essentially, because that's all I can see. And so he's, you know, extremely sweaty, and he, he you know, averts his gaze, makes eye contact with me again. I'm just dead in the eyes, staring at him. Being like, don't, you better not be doing what I think you're doing. And so, <clears throat> again, all this happens in the span of maybe 30 seconds before the train arrives at Nishifunabashi Station. By the time I catch on to what's happening, there's not a lot of time. So I figure out what's going on. I go in the death bear. He stops. And then we arrive at the station, and he bolts. As soon as the doors open, this guy is Printing. And I mean, I'm surprised this guy was as quick as he was, the way that he looked. <laughs> but he just, like knocks people over kind of thing because he knows I caught him. And I look back, and this girl is obviously distressed by what happened. And like her and her girlfriend, again, I don't uh, understand Japanese that well. I'm not super well-versed. But again, going off of body language, it was... It seemed like one of those instances where all of her friends were like, did that just happen? And they were kind of like giggling like, oh my gosh, like, did that seriously just happen to you? And she was kind of like awkwardly giggling too and being like, I guess it did. Again, that's what I'm perceiving that the, the exchange was because that's how it looked um, based on their on their body language. Anyway, so I just look back for a second. She seems okay. She's got friends. That's what I was really hoping for. So there were people around her that she knew. So I was like, okay, at least she's going to be with people that she knows. And I just run after this guy. So, and he, you have to go down a flight of stairs. So there's a flight of stairs. It's an escalator, actually. So by the time I, so I get out of the train and I start running after him. And I don't know why. I don't know what came over me but that was just like this is what i have to do this is what i need to do and so i start bolting behind him and as i'm running down the escalator by the time i get to the top of the escalator he's almost at the bottom so i sprint down and i just start screaming and yelling pervert this guy's a pervert he was touching a girl on the train and i'm just yelling as loud as i can as i as i, I chase this guy down excuse me so I, I run and chase this guy down. Again, all this happened very, very quickly. I, my personal perspective on the situation 
I was running after them, and there are a lot of pillars and stuff in these stations and a lot of corners, and I just lost them. I was running, and I just couldn't see where it was. I was in the center of the station. The trains had let off. There's a lot of foot traffic going in and around. You know, there's just tons of people around me, and I felt like I was in a movie because I was just looking around, jaw agape, and I was saying stuff like, why isn't anybody doing anything? Why isn't anybody... To me, I was just like, why doesn't anybody care? In hindsight, I was a crazy American screaming Lord knows what to these people probably. I didn't know what the Japanese terminology that I should have said that now I do in case I see this again. Uh, Shikan, by the way, is uh, like groper almost. It's, It's what you're supposed to say on the train if something like that's happening. I, I don't felt like I did enough. Um, it was really upsetting for me to witness it and be part of the entire situation. I'm, I'm glad he stopped. I don't know if that was the station he needed to go off at or me... Me noticing the situation and reacting made him just, I got to get off this train right now. I hope that <laughs> that's the case. I hope that he got off at an inconvenient stop, and I hope that he had to kind of figure out what the heck he was supposed to be doing and the heck what the heck he was supposed to do now that he's in a station he didn't want to. And I, I hope that I made the assault stop. Whereas it could have progressed for however many more stations if, I don't, I just don't know. I, I love it here. I love it in Japan. Everybody's been so nice, amazing people, amazing culture. And this could happen anywhere to anybody at any time. And this is just the, I, I, this is just the first time I have been directly involved in something like this. And it just sucks. It just, it's, it's, it sucks. It's not okay. It's never okay. Nobody should ever do it. The fact that people think that they can is messed up. The fact that anybody is complicit to it is messed up. And I'm talking about any spectrum. You know, no matter what I say or what I do, I'm going to upset somebody with my perspective on this situation. That's just what's going to happen. But the truth of the matter is, I was inches away from this happening. I did my best once I figured out what was going on to put an end to it and try to make sure that he was caught essentially. And it's hard. You know, I I spent a lot of time looking online and reading different things. um, And it, it just kind of opened my eyes, I guess, to how easily sexual assaults can be perpetrated and unless you have witnesses willing to testify and you have the individual who was the aggressor who is caught and you get the uh, the individual who was assaulted and all the stories have to line up everything has to be sound and 
it just it's it's it stinks because this person he's still out there and it's very easy for him to perpetrate this you know in this kind of setting and that that sucks it just sucks yeah i don't if you have more questions or anything for me you feel free to message me or whatever about it but i just I hope this is an isolated incident. I hope I never witness it again or have to be involved in it again. And again, <clears throat> Japan's been beautiful. The people are wonderful. Then this could happen anywhere. And it just sucks that it happened and that I was a part of it. Not like, you know what I mean? <sighs> okay. On to... <laughs> Um, happier, lighter things, um, because that was almost 17 minutes of me ranting about a terrible situation. Let's talk about some good stuff. Let's talk about some great stuff. And I cannot think of a better way to start and transition to a happier, lighter segment than a quality Booze Blast. Ben's Booze Blast. Pew, 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 pew. All right, so today... <clears throat> today, I have a Suntory brand, Strong Zero Bitter Yuzu flavored Chuhai. So again, Chuhai is, is uh, like a malt beverage usually very high in ABV. For example, this one is 9%. But it doesn't really taste like this uh this one let's let's give it a let's give it a go. Well, that does not taste good. That does better better's a phenomenal phenomenal name for it. Um <coughs> It just kind of tastes like I'm eating lemon zest. Like almost like a limoncello, but like not sweet. I don't know. I see people drink this stuff all the time. Uh, not necessarily just this, but just shoe highs in general and everything. <clears throat> and they, they get the job done. Let me put it that way. <laughs> they get the job done. So if you're uh, if you're looking to get intoxicated uh, very quickly, these will do the job. And everybody, you know, don't try this at home. I am a trained professional. And also you can't get these in the United States, which most of my listeners are from the United States. So you have to come to Japan. Try Chuhai. They're pretty good. Except this one, not my favorite. Um, there are a lot of different brands. There are tons of brands that make these Chuhais. And various different flavors. I do have my favorite brand. I do not remember what it is. Um, they, oh, they also do a Chew High. That's, they call it, uh, it's dry is what's on the labeling. That is just straight up, no sugar, nothing, no flavoring. It's just, excuse me, fizzy malt beverage. Fun fact. So Chew Highs, are typically extremely 
weirdly enough, compared to like beer or anything, they have, again, for the most part, they don't have sugar, they don't have salt, they don't have fat. I don't know why you'd have fat in your booze, but just saying. And they're extremely low calorie. So the one I'm having right now, um, it's like a hundred and something calories for a 9% beverage. You cannot go wrong with that. You you just can't. You just you just can't go wrong. Um, so I will be eating this with food and taking my time. So nobody needs to be consoyant about this podcast getting way off the rails because I'm intoxicated. No, 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 none of that. Before I made this podcast as well, I had some of these little soup dumplings that were delicious. I just got them at the store the other day. They look good. And I decided to buy them. Uh, today I did a live stream for a little bit. Just just like a hot second. Just a, a hot minute. Hot, hot, like nine minutes, really. But I want to bring that up now because I came up with an idea. I was cooking and I decided to do a live stream to show my kitchen because somebody had asked me about, like, what's your kitchen like? You know, what's your apartment like? I promise I will show you my apartment as soon as I feel like it is ready for people to see it. And I'm still in a very transitional phase where it just to me just isn't, I, I don't want anybody to see it yet. Um, it is very interesting. It is a small space. It is something I'm acclimating to. It is something that I'm learning how to, you know, maximize my limited space. So it's fun uh, to be a part of. And I want to show you the things that I'm doing um, to achieve that. But again, I just, it just feels like stuff's throwing away. I'll show, I'll show y'all eventually. It'll be great. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Um, Cyril. Other other news, um, other things. Um, yeah, so I found a, a Domino's and a Lawson's and a Denny's all all next to each other, which makes me very happy. Maybe I'll get Domino's tomorrow. Maybe I'll get pizza tomorrow. Hmm. I'll keep you updated if I do. Uh, the delivery costs are crazy here, though. Like, somebody was saying how... You know, the, the pie might only be, you know, 18 bucks US, USD, but then the delivery charge is almost the same amount as the pizza, so it's almost more worthwhile to just go there, pick it up, and bring it home. It's, a, it's about a 20-minute walk from my apartment, so it's really not too bad, and I would eat the pizza on the way home and then be really sad because I would get home and I wouldn't have any pizza to eat because I ate it all on the walk because I just like pizza. I like it so much. So much. There, 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 there are a lot of things that I miss. About living stateside, butter. Butter is not really a thing here. Uh, most people just use fry oils, um, olive oil, kind of. Uh, but a lot of the fats are just natural fats from things. For example, if you're cooking meat... There's fat in the meat usually, and that's the fat that they also use for cooking. Uh, they have very specific procedures for handling fat. If you are deep frying things like, excuse me, croquettes, tempura, what have you. Um, but yeah, just have them, having spreadable butter that's not super expensive 
I don't have that. I, I don't have bread. Bread, I, there's bread present and available, but um, again, it's also, it's usually pretty expensive just to have bread because most people just have rice with everything. Rice is the carb. So the bread is kind of a, a, almost a little bit of a luxury. You would say, yeah, they don't have deli meats. So that's really sad. Meats and cheeses, like deli, deli meats and cheeses are really expensive comparatively. Uh, so I am trying to just have more of a Japanese diet and make Japanese dishes, which brings me in to what I was saying on my, on my, uh, my short little live, live thingy that I did. I would appreciate so much. I think it would be a lot of fun and it will give me something to do. Um, it is live streaming me cooking. And like I said in, in my live stream, it can be anything. You know, I would prefer if you had any kind of dishes that you were curious about. I already had a, uh, a request for, for breakfast, uh, like a traditional Japanese kind of breakfast. So I'll be, I'll be doing that at some, sometime. Uh, maybe that'll turn into my weekly shorter video is I'll cook and just talk about whatever's going on. And then I'll do my longer podcast actually at the end of the week. Like like this that'll come out on Sundays. Uh, again, still playing with this platform, still playing with how to how to um, how to present this content in, in the way that's that's best for you all. Because you're the listeners, you're the ones that are are tuning in, and I appreciate all of you. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, share, and follow, and like all of my things. Again, the big one is my podcast, obviously, and then my Instagram. That's a uh, Really, it's easy. my podcast and my Instagram are going to be the two focal points. I guess they're 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 how I'm distributing my content. So make sure to 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 follow, subscribe, share all those things, so you can make sure they're staying up to date and you're getting all of the most current content that you can. That's a lot of consonants. Any hoodleberries? Yeah. So uh, just let me know if if, if there's. I don't have an oven. I don't have an oven. Allie kind of has an oven. She has a microwave oven, which means that her microwave also has an oven functionality. It's still just like a microwave, but they it apparently can bake stuff. I haven't tried it, but I, I don't. I have two little burners and my microwave and my fridge and my sink, and that's my kitchen. It's small space. But if you want me to try to make some stuff, uh, again, just let me know. And yeah, just let me know. And if if you want me to cook a Western dish, sure. Uh, I might not be able to get all the ingredients to do so. To do that though, um, but I, I can try. But my my focus would, and I think you all would prefer if I made actual, you know, Japanese dishes and. All kinds of different, um, you know, Eastern, Eastern Asian uh, dishes. I think that'd be fun. Again, because I like cooking. I know Allie likes to cook too, and I think it would just be nice and fun, and hopefully flavorful and delicious. So that's that. That's my that's my 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 newest idea. Uh, oh. Wano Wano Park and the museums. Holy, holy, fergoli, bagoli, spadoli, cannoli.
Nick Campanelli. Um, <laughs> uh, good times. So Wano Park, <laughs> Wano Park, and well, the Wano area. It's known for Wano Park. I said Wano a bunch of times. Wano, 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 Wano. Time for some more chew high. That does not taste good. It is not getting better with age. Oh, God. <laughs> Wano Park is really cool. Not only is it beautiful, and like, when we're talking about like cherry blossoms and the cherry blossom festivals, the cherry blossom festival is really popular in DC. I know, and um, there's cherry blossoms. They're they're a big part of the sakura. They're a big part of the culture here. There's uh, you know, like Starbucks, for example, has all this sakura stuff right now. All this cherry blossom stuff, like special pudding, special drinks. Allie got a special sakura cake uh, that she really liked. So that's stuff that's that is unique to Japan. I know somebody else had asked me about that as well. They're they they do have like specials that they do that are that are here because hey, that's a really good idea as a corporation. Why don't we brand and do stuff that people know instead of just doing stuff that people aren't familiar with? Ta-da. But Wino Park <laughs> Tons of shrines. It's got a, a, a castle there. They have tons of museums within the park. And the park is free for you to go in. If you go to any of the museums, most of them have a cost, but it's fairly cheap. So it was like $6 a person for Ali and I to go to the Tokyo National Museum. And the Tokyo National Museum is actually five museums. Um, they're just on the Tokyo National Museum campus, I, I guess I'll call it. Um, and they're, they're constantly rotating and they're bringing new stuff in all the time. So they have a, 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 you know, a Japan museum, they have an Asian museum, they have a specialty rotating museum. Uh, this one, it was, it was a, a special exhibit with a bunch of different Buddhist statues from all over Asia. And then they have, um, a Western art area. I'm trying to think. We, we, we didn't get there until like after like after one two o'clock so and everything closes at five so we didn't get to spend tons of time but we, we ran through all the museums that we could and it was absolutely gorgeous uh, I am a theater practitioner um, although I'm not actively acting anywhere I still have a background in in theater I graduated with a degree in theater performance and no theater there's a specific specific exhibit on no theater and it was the it was it was incredible they had all these beautiful kimonos and all these beautiful uh, i guess we'd call them costumes <laughs> but and they had descriptions of like who exactly you know whether it was for a god or a devil or a regular person and, and they had all those masks all these no masks it was incredible it's 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 funny. There was there was a, a text that I, for my non-Western theater course, which talked about theater and non-Western cultures. Japan, non-Western culture, no theater was part of that. Kabuki, all that stuff. Anyway, the, right on the front of the text, there was a picture of a no mask, and I got to see it in person. <laughs> that was just so neat. It, I love museums. I love history. Uh, it, it's just the the best thing ever for me and Allie does too luckily and oh my god 
it was just great. Uh, katanas, armor, everything was just beautiful. I cannot talk highly enough. And the atmosphere in the museums, everything was so purposeful in the way that it was designed. And there was a specific way. And something interesting about Japan in general, there's there's typically a, there's a specific way for you to navigate these areas. So for the national museums, for all the different museums you went to, all the rooms were numbered one through whatever. And you were supposed to go through one and then two and then three and then four. There is like a traffic pattern that you're supposed to follow, which was actually really nice. Uh, there were some kids, but they were being quiet and extremely respectful. Just the whole thing, it was just, it was incredible. It was incredible. Seeing stuff, uh, there was the Japanese um, Archaeological Museum uh, that we went to as well that was part of that campus. And I was looking at spearheads and pottery that, that was 1,500 years, or sorry, not 1,500, 15,000 years old. There was some stuff that Allie and I were looking at that were pushing 10,000 BC is what they were dated at. Be beyond that, I think I think it was like... I mean, maybe maybe it was just... No, 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 yeah, it was, it was like... Uh, it was, there was one that was like 13 or 14,000 years old is what it was dated at. Uh, yeah, that's just inches away from something that is that old and has been around for that long. And I learned so much seeing, because uh, I'm used to going to museums in Europe or the States, and we have a long, rich history as well. But just seeing the progression and seeing how art and everything has 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 changed over time. And Japan is so interesting because you have to think. Japan used to be smushed right with Korea, China, Russia, smushed right over there, and then tectonic plates and everything. The, the Japan eventually became an island nation. It broke away from uh, from Central Asia um, or the Asian continent, the true Asian continent, it, much like how. Uh, uh, California is is going to eventually uh, break away from the United States. It's the same kind of concept. So there are all these fantastic Korean and Chinese influences. There are all these other Asian cultural influences that come into play in Japan. It, it is so... <laughs> it's fantastic. It is It is just amazing to me. Because I, I knew about that. I knew that was a thing. Japan is its own culture. It is a, has its own language and everything. You know, kanji, the, the characters do come from from uh, China and the Chinese-influenced characters. But they've over time, they've definitely made it their own. They're, they're, they are their own culture. And they will make sure you know that. <laughs> That's something else I learned. Uh, they are very adamant that Yes, we have history that aligns with Korea, China, whatever. We are our own culture. We are Japanese people. We are not, do not lump us together. Do not say that we are all similar. Mm -mm. That is how you do not make a friend. 
in Japan. They are very, very strong-willed, very proud of themselves, proud of their heritage, proud of their culture. And, but again, watching and, and seeing all this artwork and reading where it was influenced from and how it came to be. Wow. And we, we barely touched the iceberg, Allie and I. We still have another, I would say, five or six museums to see in Wayno Park. And there's a zoo. We still have to go to the zoo and we have to go to the, the, the castle. And there's a ninja museum there where they do live demonstrations and stuff. So there's a, there's a lot left. Which is good. That's what you want. Um, we want to do a lot of. Ooh, excuse me. We want to have a lot of stuff to do. We want to. We want to do a lot of stuff. Um, I don't think I have really any dire pressing questions um, that anybody's posted to me. So, um. Yeah, I, I guess I'll I'll call it quit for you know call it quits for this week. Um, again, please just slide into my DMs, email me, message me, text me, comment on my posts. If there's anything that you're really dying to see or hear, um, I know I've gotten some great ideas from some people for stuff they want me to do. Um, for example, uh, doing a specific like sake episode where I talk about different kinds of sake. Um, ideally, I do want to go to a brewery first, or not really a brewery, but a distillery or sake factory uh, before I before I do that one. So um, I have more to talk about uh, teas, talking about teas. Um, so there's really really anything that you all want to know. Um, I'm kind of freeballing a lot of this stuff and I'm just going off of my experiences and things that I've seen, which is what this is all about. Um, but again, if there's that stuff that you're just dying, you're just dying to know whether it's again, pop cultural, you know, pop culture stuff, manga, anime, um, or if it's more like museums, if you want to learn more about the history and the art. Please follow me on Instagram if you're not already, because I will be, I'm always posting pictures of stuff that I'm seeing and stuff that I'm doing. Um, so if you want to see that stuff, you know, I'll tag you. I can, I can give you individual shout outs if there's something specific you want to see or want me to go to. But yeah, that's about it for the, for this week. Um, it was an eventful week to, to say the least. Uh, but, you know, please, you know, thank you so much for, for liking, listening, subscribing, sharing. I encourage you to continue to do all of those things uh, <laughs> so we can kind of spread spread my experience to the masses. Yes. <laughs> uh, all in all, though, I, I'm loving it here. I'm having a great time. Um, some days are more stressful than others for sure, but all in all, I'm thankful for everybody's support and encouragement while I've been over here. And I hope you enjoy the new intro, by the way, I threw that together and, uh, 
yeah, Jamata. Uh, so uh, I'll see y'all later. Thanks for listening. Love you all. Subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Comment below if that's a thing. Not really. It's usually YouTube. Y you know, you know. But kampai um, as I drink more of this chewai. Oh, still not good. Wow, still not good. Yeah, that's my least favorite one, hands down. Ugh. 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 Wolf, borf. Ugh. Uh. Ugh. God, that's not good. <laughs> so, uh, I thank and love you all. Have a great week. I hope you enjoy listening to this. Let me know what else you want to hear. I hope it's still interesting. I hope you're still enjoying it. And if you're not, let me know and let me find out what more I can do to make it be something you want to listen to every week, something that's getting you excited. So, jamata, kampai, kombanwa. Love you all. Peace out.